Hi, it's Mark Sisson. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. It's time for another show dedicated to the world of keto. Check out ketoreset.com for details about my New York Times bestselling book and send your questions to info at ketoreset.com. Hi, listeners. Let's overview chapter one of the Keto Reset Diet. The title is The Keto Reset Diet 101, The What, Why, and How. So we're trying to just give you an overview of the important concepts and the philosophy about going keto the right way with the keto reset approach, resetting your metabolism back to zero, essentially getting away from that carbohydrate dependency pattern that we all suffer from to one degree or another if we've been immersed in a Western diet for a long period of time. Um, a little bit of the science that we'll get into in way more detail in future chapters, but this is just setting the tone for this incredible journey that we are taking with the Keto Reset with the ultimate goal of developing metabolic flexibility, and that is the ability to burn different fuel sources and not be dependent upon regular meals, especially high-carbohydrate meals, as your primary source of energy. So when you're able to burn stored body fat and manufacture ketones as a consequence of being highly fat adapted and burning stored body fat at an accelerated rate rather than having the carbohydrates from uh, diet coming in there and interfering and preferentially burning glucose as your main fuel source. When you become fat adapted and you need a little bit of glucose, uh, very important for uh, assortment of daily metabolic functions, you will make ketones as a byproduct of fat metabolism in the liver, and they burn in the body just like glucose. So you become free from carbohydrate dependency, free from your dependency upon regular meals for energy, and once and for all, putting to rest, putting out to pasture this horribly distressing uh, challenge that we've had to endure our entire lives, and that is to balance blood sugar, balance energy, mood, cognitive function, and even athletic performance via external sources, via that constant uh, challenge to get enough calories in to sustain your energy, but not overeat and get that insulin crash, and oh boy, what a tough challenge. And then, of course, in the background, what's happening is a lifelong, steady, and insidious accumulation of excess body fat as a consequence of being reliant upon regular meals for your energy. And as we all know, probably review, but good to remember, uh, when you eat those meals and you produce a lot of insulin because the meals are carbohydrate-based, the insulin locks your stored body fat away in storage. It's inaccessible as an energy source. So even though you have tens of thousands of calories on your body that can be burned for energy, you literally cannot access it because of this high insulin-producing diet. So you burn through the uh, cheap and clean, dirty burning fuel from your last meal, the high-carbohydrate meal. You burn through that, you get tired, you get hungry, and you start looking for more fuel. It's a complete offense to our ancestral pattern of being fat-burning beasts. So when we talk about the word reset in the title of the book, we are going for... Uh, not any miracle cure or new exciting strategy which we've had to endure on the uh, bookshelves in the uh, hyped up uh, diet industry, but instead we're just resetting our metabolism back to zero, the original human default setting of being fat and keto adapted. Um, a lot of people are looking at keto as 
the latest fad, the latest dietary craze, what's going to come next. Um, but as Rob Wolf reminded us on a recent podcast, look, this is the predominant uh, Homo sapiens factory setting, the predominant state that we're, we've been in throughout the history of evolution is probably in this fat and keto adapted state because there was no guarantee of steady calories and there was definitely no high carbohydrate eating patterns throughout the history of evolution, uh, comparatively to today, of course. So we're very, very good at keto. Every single one of us, uh, those of us that have su- sustained metabolic damage, uh, through the past years and decades of carbohydrate dependency diet, bad luck with genes making us especially susceptible to the negative effects of carbohydrate dependency eating, um, as evidenced probably in one way by uh, the level of excess body fat that you have. And if you have more than your neighbor and you feel so jealous because they seem to eat whatever they want and you have to be really careful and you still can't lose weight, uh, there's a lot of genetic influences there that make you more susceptible to the negative effects of high-carbohydrate diet. But if you don't eat a high-carbohydrate diet, processed carbohydrates, um, you don't have to worry about your genetic bad luck. Um, so if you've had that metabolic damage from yo-yo dieting or unlucky genetics, it might take you a little longer to reset. We call it the 21-day metabolism reset because in most cases, if you do a good job and you're committed... Uh, and you ditch grains, sugars, and refined vegetable oils with great devotion for 21 days, you are going to make some phenomenal changes at the hormonal and genetic level to transition you quickly out of carbohydrate dependency and toward the direction of becoming fat and keto adapted, ultimately highly fat and keto adapted, we'll call the, the graduation level in this book. But that first and critically important step is to commit to this 21-day metabolism reset, get that junk out of your diet, and start learning how to burn stored body fat. Uh, Most people find right away in a matter of days that they can uh, nourish themselves very successfully with high satiety, high fat meals, um, feel a little bit of struggle and a little bit of uh, longing for the previous carbohydrate staples, but those are so easily assuaged with the wonderful broad spectrum of choices of delicious foods that are primal paleo ancestral aligned. Uh, Generally speaking, we're talking about, or comprehensively, we're talking about meat, fish, fowl, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds, high fat dairy products, high cacao percentage dark chocolate. And now you can surround yourself with these delicious foods and be well nourished anytime, especially if you're getting the afternoon blues and you're hankering for a snack and you're uh, not highly uh, calibrated, your fat-burning genes have not been fully activated and turned on yet because you're early into the game, you're early into the reset, you can reach for a highly nourishing, satisfying snack like a handful of macadamia nuts or some celery sticks with big globs of almond butter on there, Um, whatever you need to nourish yourself and carry on and obtain your energy from those dietary calories that happen to be high in fat rather than high in carbohydrate, it will not stimulate that insulin spike, and you'll go about your merry way. And then somewhere down the line, and we're going to be very patient with this and not worry about it or speak of it in the early stages, someday when you get fat and keto adapted, you'll be able to skip those meals, skip those snacks, feel no ill effects whatsoever, and Turn your focus to once and for all reducing excess body fat 
that's unwanted. Um, and that does require a uh, disparity between the calories you burn and the calories you consume. But the prevailing approach to this uh, mathematical truth is so flawed and so distorted that we really have to take a few steps back here and reject this flawed approach that uh, promotes the idea that you can just drop excess body fat out of the gate with a dietary change and everything's going to be wonderful long term. So instead, with the Keto Reset Diet, we want to be patient and first reprogram your genes away from carbohydrate dependency toward fat and keto adaptation, but fully nourishing yourself with the uh, primal and keto-approved foods so that you're not struggling, suffering, or putting yourself at high risk of backsliding because you're hungry and you're stressing about it and you're anxious about it and you're obsessing about what foods that you're denying yourself or you're in this totally regimented, robotic approach where you're compelled to uh, basically obsess about your food choices all day long. Instead, what we're doing is you're opening up to the gateway of delicious uh, primal-approved foods out of the 21-day metabolism reset. Uh, You're just making a commitment to ditch these nutrient-devoid foods uh, of grains, sugars, and refined vegetable oils. Uh, but not worrying about the caloric deficit just yet because we want to make sure that you're fully nourished and satisfied so that you won't have struggling, suffering, and the backsliding that occurs when you're in a deprivation approach. So you get through this 21-day metabolism reset, and then you're heading toward the wonderful territory of your first attempt at nutritional ketosis where you restrict your carbohydrates uh, very devotedly to get under that 50 grams per day number That's a target for active people, even lower if you're not very active or athletic. 20 grams is uh, touted as that number. And we're talking gross, a little bit of difference between gross and net. We'll get into that on later shows um, where you're not really worrying about your consumption of leafy greens and avocados and things that have that low net carb value, but possibly uh, an elevated gross carb value if you're eating a lot of them. So you don't have to worry and count your intake of leafy greens and above-the-ground high-fiber vegetables when you're trying to hit that 50-gram number. Anyway, uh, when it's time to go into nutritional ketosis, again, this is something that because it's such a hot topic right now, people are trying it left and right, and they're failing and bombing out and going back to whatever their dietary pattern was before that. So we want none of that nonsense with this keto reset approach. So instead, what we're going to do is, first of all, turn our focus to the 21-day metabolism reset, where we're not talking about keto, not worrying about that carb restriction. You're eating uh, whatever quantity you desire of the high-nutrient value carbohydrates. That category is just fine. That's vegetables, of course, Um, fruits, uh, the incidental carbs that you get from nuts and seeds, even if you happen to eat a lot of them, uh, to make sure that you reset and don't backslide into carbs. Um, you're also getting um, incidental carbs from the nut butters that are a prominent part of a lot of primal paleo enthusiasts. You're getting that high cacao percentage dark chocolate. And believe me, you can consume a lot of carbs over the course of a day if you consume a lot of high cacao percentage dark chocolate, even though it's a very low carbohydrate primal approved snack. Uh, we're trying to just make sure that you enjoy yourself and find these go-to foods and not backslide. So you'll be well over 50 grams a day, most likely. But even with your liberal consumption of these 
allowable carbohydrates during your uh, 21-day metabolism reset phase, you're not going to be in the big trouble zones that we get from the standard American diet. It's probably pretty difficult to exceed, let's say, 150 grams of carbohydrate intake per day. So that's well above the requirement to get into nutritional ketosis. Oh, of course, we're also allowing the uh, high-nutrient-value carb categories of sweet potatoes, wild rice, quinoa. So you're getting your vegetables, you're being uh, liberal with your fruit consumption rather than strict, which you must be when you go keto. Everything's great. You're getting a lot of colorful foods in your diet, high antioxidant value, and we're not worrying about the uh, the next step just yet. So you get through this 21-day metabolism reset, and then the next goal in the book is to do this fine-tuning exercise where you fast in the morning, you don't eat until you actually experience true sensations of hunger. Fasting until when, we call it, when hunger ensues naturally. So that's some fun stuff, and we'll see what your metabolic fitness is like at this point. If you are hungry as soon as you wake up every day, you're still locked into carbohydrate dependency. It's going to take you a little longer. You're going to have to keep working at it. Uh, Maybe the 21-day metabolism reset is going to be a 42-day But that's no problem um, because one day you're going to wake up and not feel hungry. You're going to be burning stored body fat. And you know what? We're really good at burning stored body fat in the morning because we've been doing it all night. We've been fasting for our sleeping period. So our body is in this uh, metabolic state, this metabolic flexibility state where we're tapping into internal energy stores because uh, we've most likely burnt off the whatever previous meal we've eaten. And especially when we wake up and start getting into our busy day and burning more calories than we were sleeping, you are a fat-burning beast until you screw it up with your first bomb of carbohydrates uh, at whatever point in the morning. So we're going to fast until when, and we're going to do that fine-tuning exercise. There's even a midterm exam in the book, The Keto Reset Diet. So we want to answer affirmatively to a series of questions Uh, These are all subjective questions instead of the getting into the blood testing, which has uh, an assortment of uh, potential problems and misleading values. I talk about this in the book uh, with my own personal example of being a pretty athletic, high-calorie burning person, considering myself uh, very well-fat adapted after nine years of very strict, primal, adherent eating strategies, no grains, no sugars, Um, And I was turning in some low ketone numbers below the 0.5 threshold to consider yourself keto. Even though I was highly keto, because I'll tell you, hadn't eaten for 18 hours when I pricked my finger. And prior the day prior to that, all I had was an omelet, a salad, and a few squares of dark chocolate or what have you. You know, going back in my records when I did my 140-day nutritional ketosis experiment. Um, But getting this low blood value, looking into the matter further with experts like Dr. Kate Shanahan and discovering that sometimes, even if we're in this wonderful fat and keto-adapted state, we might not put up big-time numbers on the blood meter, A, because there's a potential for inaccuracy. I have a funny Instagram post, if you want to go look at Brad Kearns 1 on Instagram, where I went and pricked my finger for a fasting glucose reading with my sidekick, Lindsay Taylor, um, also deep into this keto journey and a primal aligned endurance athlete. Anyway, we brought our three different, we had three different machines between us to do glucose testing. And my glucose numbers were 
with the same finger prick, the same blood sample, one was, uh, I believe, 73, one was 89, and the other was 113. So, a completely ridiculous disparity between uh, someone who's, let's say, deep in the stages of fat and keto adapted and pulling up a low glucose reading, and then someone who's pre-diabetic. So, it, it lends itself to the subjective evaluations being far more important. Can you wake up in the morning and skip breakfast and feel energized and not hungry and cognitively focused and all that great stuff? Can you perform a workout in a fasted state and come back and fast a little bit afterward to represent a high level of fat and keto adaptation? Um, To pair my low uh, ketone reading, I had another occasion uh, kind of proving my metabolic fitness because I took my fasting blood glucose. It was 89 or 90, I believe. And then I went for a seven mile run, which was really long for me. I'm not used to running that far. So one of my long endurance workouts um, in some time and came back and got a fasting glucose reading or glucose reading uh, the exact same number. So in other words, during that run, rather than uh, burning up all my glucose, I was in the fat burning mode and didn't disturb my fasting glucose. So I'm good at making or balancing glucose internally and not subject to the whims of, let's say, a workout depleting me because I'm such a high sugar burner. Okay, a little bit of an aside, but just giving this basic overview of how the journey's working. Uh, So after that fine-tuning period, then you enter the nutritional ketosis phase for six weeks. You get your carbs down to 50 grams a day or below. Uh, You make sure that you're not over-consuming protein, which is a a significant risk for a lot of people, especially if they've been in this mindset that a high-protein diet is something healthy and esteemed. A lot of talk in the athletic world about over-consuming or you know the promoting of consuming too much protein with the use aggressive use of protein supplements or doing silly stuff like consuming egg whites or keeping your uh, choices in the meat category always super, super lean, like just eating chicken breasts, which is giving you a huge dose of protein, not much fat, which is the centerpiece of the ancestral diet and the keto style diet. Uh, And then you get yourself into this over protein consumption state. Uh, This is stimulating excess stimulation of growth factors in the bloodstream. So this can increase your risk of cancer and accelerated cell division over consuming protein, not necessarily a healthy practice. And oftentimes, uh, the overconsumption of protein, that extra uh, protein calories beyond what you need for your baseline metabolic function and uh, tissue repair will be converted into carbohydrates, into glucose via gluconeogenesis, the conversion of ingested amino acids into glucose to fuel your glucose needs. So practically speaking, a high-protein diet can quickly become a high-carbohydrate diet or a high-glucose diet, and you know what the body does with excess glucose, it converts it into triglyceride to store it as fat. So if you're on this high-protein kick, let's be straight about it and uh, confirm that it'll eventually turn into a high-sugar fat storage diet. So the protein wants to be pegged down around 0.7 grams per pound of lean body mass per day on average. Um, Quick example, let's say I'm 163 pounds, I think, and I'm 10% body fat, so I'm now down at around, uh, let's say, around 150, around number uh, for lean body mass, and 
going at 0.7, uh, I'm just over 100 grams. Two-thirds is 100, right? You with me? You with me? Come on, calculations. And so let's say I'm 105 to 110 grams of protein intake per day to hit that 0.7 number. 0.7 grams per pound of lean body mass, right? And that's only around 400 calories. If you're taking 100 grams of protein, there's four calories per gram. That's only around 400 calories. If I'm going keto and I'm keeping my carbs at 50 grams per day, that's only 200 calories. So protein plus carbs, 600 calories total. It follows that the vast majority of my calories are coming from fat. So I'm getting fat adapted. I'm burning stored body fat. I'm eating a lot of fat. I'm not disturbing insulin. I'm not overstimulating the growth factors from overconsumption of protein. And then I'm ready to succeed with that period of nutritional ketosis after passing this midterm exam that I'm feeling good throughout the day. And trying to conclude my story here, when I first started talking about the, the stages, is because we brought up the, the esteem goal in the background of most everybody out there today in the Western world, is to drop a few pounds of excess body fat. Even if it's four, if you're really finely tuned and you're into this stuff and you want your body to look great, you want your Instagram following to grow, whatever, um, everybody's... Most people are trying to just drop a few extra pounds of fat and look a little better. Some people are trying to drop a lot of extra pounds of fat and look a lot better by their standards. All that stuff's great, um, but we want to get to it in the natural progression so it will never again come up as a problem or an issue in life. So we're being patient. We're being patient with me as I talk you through the story, but don't worry, I'll get there. So remember, 21-day metabolism reset, the fine-tuning period where we're fasting until when in the morning, building our metabolic flexibility, confirming that we're ready for this stint of nutritional ketosis, and the stint is a minimum six-week commitment to make sure that you get the full benefits and become, when you graduate, when you get out of that six weeks, highly fat and keto adapted, such that, as Mark Sisson likes to say with his... um, Uh, talks to groups, seminars, um, you're so fat adapted, you're so metabolically efficient that you can choose to eat your next meal off your plate or off your button thighs. It's your choice. And you get to this point where fasting is so easy and let's call it caloric restriction or caloric moderation is so easy. It's so easy to have a sensibly sized meal rather than stuffing your face at the end of a busy day because you're tired, burnt out, stressed, you have low blood sugar, and your brain triggers these overeating binges that we're so familiar with. Um, Now you're in this place where you can strategically reduce excess body fat at a pretty aggressive rate, let's say around four to eight pounds of excess body fat each month. If you want to go for it really hard, um, it'll be no problem because you're never hungry. And that's the secret of the keto scene, is that it controls hunger by optimizing your uh, fat metabolism and allowing you to break free from even that minor dependency on dietary carbs. You still feel it. Most of us have a period uh, every single day or at least several times a week where we're kind of crashing and burning and needing to reach for food. So when you get through this process as described in the Keto Reset Diet and you're a true fat-burning beast and highly fat and keto adapted, then you can carry on and skip uh, breakfast every single day and eat only between the hours of 12 noon and 7 p.m. and uh, finally 
feel those easy and effortless results, I shouldn't say effortless, but efficient results with the reduction of excess body fat. You still have to be mindful of your satiety level, and instead of eating till you're full, we love to use that term and banter that around as like, how are you supposed to eat? But it's really eating until you're satisfied and then getting up away from the table, going for a walk around the block, knowing that whenever you're next hungry, you can eat and eat to your level of satisfaction again. So you're never struggling, suffering, or deprived. So many dieters can nod their head right now and confirm that this is an absolute disastrous way to go about pursuing any fat reduction goal because it's going to be temporary because humans don't like to struggle, suffer, or be denied. So you're going to spin out of a struggle and suffer period uh, in the name of fat reduction. You're going to spin out of that period no matter how long you last, whether it's six weeks like the people on the TV show or even six months if you're really hardcore. You're going to spin out of it with a period of less disciplined eating and lifestyle behaviors just to recalibrate because you're so uh, burnt out on the high focus and the high restriction required when you're doing things the wrong way. So when you become fat and keto adapted, anytime you want, you can just imagine putting your hand on this dial and turning it down a little bit to drop a few pounds of excess body fat if they happen to creep on at some future point, but you're so good at regulating energy internally at burning energy internally, that you don't have those hunger sensations that drift you away from uh, successful eating habits, eating habits that are uh, sensible and giving you the nourishment you need, but no more, and not having these binge eating and all this familiar stuff. Okay, that was um, a little bit of the content of chapter one, but mostly just going off and giving you another big picture look at what this journey is all about, and especially understanding the distinction between the keto reset approach and the very common prevalent approaches that I'm seeing everywhere, bookstores, internet websites, email blasts, where they want to jump you right into keto in the name of fat reduction, but not pay the proper respects, not pay respects to the homies. And that's the end of our show, because here's Mark Sisson. Happy birthday, Mark. Hey, thanks. Okay, that seriously was Mark calling in at the very, very end of the show, right when I said end of the show. So I'm leaving this whole thing in. We can wish him all happy birthday here in July of 2017. Looking good at 64 because he's doing the keto reset in real life, living the dream, walking the talk. And I'm trying to do the same, guys. I encourage you to give this whole thing a shot, but keep that big picture approach where you're looking at it as a journey rather than a quick fix or a hack or a hype, okay? This is your host, Brad Kearns. Thank you for listening to the Keto Reset Podcast. Hi, folks. Mark Sisson here, and I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching. And we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. 
The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit primalhealthcoach.com and subscribe.